You're listening to the Kribo Shoe Podcast on today's episode, Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition. Welcome to another episode of the Karibo Shoe Podcast. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, the Tingle to my link, Chad. Hey, Zelda fans. So today on today's show, we're going to be talking mostly about Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition. But before we get into that, let's talk about what we've been playing. So, Chad, what have you been playing lately? So lately, I've been playing some Stardew Valley, really enjoying that. I've uh, been playing some Salmon Run from Splatoon 2, trying to get the monthly gear that's always out, you know. And what this podcast is about, Hyrule Warriors, that's where I've been spending most of my time, uh, really, really enjoying the game. H- how about you? Yeah, um, I've been playing really only two games the last week. I played some more Donkey Kong Country Returns Tropical Freeze. I think last episode I was on World 3, and I've beaten World 3 and World 4, and I'm on World 5 now, so I'm really enjoying that. Um I've beat another couple of bosses in it. Neither of them near as hard as the owl. Oh, that's so, good. Um, but yeah, I've been playing that. And then once, basically once I got Hyrule Warriors last Friday, that's any chance I've had to play any games, I've been playing Hyrule Warriors. So. It, it's a lot of fun. I'm really enjoying it. It really is. So that brings us to the main topic today. So getting into our main topic today, and that is Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition for the Nintendo Switch. This game came out last Friday. Me and Chad both picked it up over the weekend, and uh, we're going to quickly go over kind of an overview of the game and then also talk about our experience playing it. Um, so the Definitive Edition of this of Hyrule Warriors comes with all of the DLC from both the Wii U version and the 3DS version of Hyrule Warriors. So you're getting... Um, the full game that's been released before, but you're also getting a lot of DLC. Um, also new to this version is new costumes from Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild um, for both Link and Zelda, and that's really cool. I know I've been playing strictly as the Breath of the Wild costumes if I'm playing Link or Zelda. Same here, exactly. Right. So also another thing is that all the Wii U characters are unlocked from the beginning in the definitive edition version on the Switch and can be used in free mode right from the start. So in the Wii U version, it sounds like you had to unlock the characters one by one. Here, kind of like the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe situation, a lot of things are unlocked from the start. Um, And it also includes um, co-op. However, it is split screen local co-op only. You cannot play... Um, local wireless or online as far as the co-op but i believe all of the story mode and all of the adventure maps are all co-op um you are able to play co-op split screen on them so if you've got a friend or, or a girlfriend or a wife or something that you're looking to have a game you can both play um this is a good game for it um we uh we've me and chad have both been pretty much playing this game single player so far but we did try out a little co-op before we recorded and we did it in handheld mode and which to me would be the worst situation for trying this and it still ran pretty good Uh, yeah yeah what'd you think it did yeah the only complaints were you know in handheld mode the map was so small you couldn't tell where you needed to go really it's hard to read some of the words that pop up uh but it would be a lot of fun on a big screen this is a great great co-op game 
Yeah, I agree. I would really, in fact, um, the game has so far been fairly easy for me, but as I get further and further into the story, it is getting more and more difficult and I could see where it would be, uh, it would be really nice to have a, uh, a, a co-op partner playing the game with me because sometimes you need to kind of be in two spots at once. So you're just running across the map trying to, uh, to keep everything from going, uh, from falling apart. And uh, it would be nice to have a, a partner playing with you. So um, another thing about this definitive edition version of the game is that um, the loading times are significantly shorter than the Wii U version. Right, yeah, I, I played the Wii U version and uh, I beat it, but I mean, it was just like every game for the Wii U. The load screens took forever. It's just, the, the Wii U was just so slow. The Switch, I mean, it, it seems to be a really powerful console and it's just burning through these loading screens and it's, it's so fast. I love it. Yeah, so I didn't really play the Wii U version much. I think I played the very first story mission is all I played in it. But um, it seems like I do remember the loading times being long on it. And all I can really speak for is this new definitive edition on the Switch. But I haven't had any problem with the loading times. It seems very fast. Uh, In fact, a lot of the story is told while it's loading. And I noticed that before the little story part gets through, it's already ready for me to skip into the mission if I want. It's already loaded. Right, you can skip the story if you want to. Exactly. So, So, yeah, if you just want to get in and just, you know, Find some bad guys, you can do that, and the loading times are significantly better on this version. Um, it also has um, some amiibo support. Yeah, and yeah. Um, so you can you can scan, I believe, any amiibo into the game, but you can get special items if you scan certain Legend of Zelda series amiibo into the game. Right, right. Yeah, I've heard that you can only uh, scan one link per day. At least that'll give you links give you certain abilities. So you can't scan like a Breath of the Wild link, and then your Ocarina of Time link. They'll either give you the same item or it won't register. So Yeah, that's I didn't realize that, and I was scanning in my Amiibo, and I scanned in a link, one of my Link Amiibos, and got an item, and I so I grabbed another Link Amiibo, and it says, you've already scanned this character for today. Okay. So right. what I've been doing is scanning a Link Amiibo, a Zelda Amiibo, a... Uh, um, a um, Ganondorf amiibo and, you know, just five different characters. And that's been working fine. A Mario cereal box. You know, I haven't tried that yet. I wonder if it would do anything. We'll we'll have to try. Maybe they'll eat a bowl of cereal on the battlefield. (laughs) For sure. So, So, but yeah, like I said, it does have amiibo support and I've gotten some pretty good weapons that were a lot better than what my character currently had. So if you have some Zelda amiibo or just any amiibo, uh, make sure and scan them in. Like I said, you can do uh, up to five in in a day. So, um, so that's kind of an o- brief overview of the game. Um, and there are two, to, from what I can tell, two main modes to this game. There's also like a, some kind of a fairy mode and a challenge mode. But to me, the two main modes are legend mode and adventure mode. And we'll start off talking about legend mode, which basically is the story mode of the game. And that's what I've played the majority. That's how I spent the majority of my time so far in the game, uh, is on the story mode. And, um, so the story mode is divided into 32 chapters total, and that's just significantly more than the Wii U version shipped with. I think that version had 18 chapters, so you're not only getting all of those, but also the 14 DLC chapters. Um, this mode is pretty interesting because it, t- it takes like eight or nine different Zelda games from the history of the Legend of Zelda and and you play through kind of this story that kind of incorporates all the games into one and um it's 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 a lot of fun 
Um, you're limited to playing each chapter as a few characters. You can't, it just seems like you can't play uh, every chapter as every character. You had to select from a couple. But um, uh, so far, I'm about 10 chapters in. I don't know how far you've gotten, Chad. You're a little ahead of me. I, I think I've completed six or seven chapters. So I'm trying to go through that. And I think I beat the Linkle Quest, the, the last okay. ones I played. Yeah, so so you're not far behind me. Um, I didn't realize there were so many. I actually thought maybe I was getting close to the end. But sounds like I'm almost a little less than a third through it. So Yeah, whenever you get – it seems like one of the bigger boss fights, if you will – is uh, kind of, you know, only like four chapters in. You're like, wow, this is kind of a short game, or what's what's going to happen? And it just starts off and takes you in three different paths. Exactly. So you're just like, oh no. <laughs> yeah the uh, the first kind of screen that shows the missions. It looks like you know, and it culminates in that boss fight on the last mission on that screen. And I thought, well, maybe I'm getting close to the end, but it just goes to another screen with another eight or nine missions, which yeah. I think goes to another screen. So. Yeah, we're we're you know a third of the way or close to it, and in the story mode so far, and I'm I'm really really enjoying it. I'm actually watching all the cutscenes and everything so far. It's kind of kind of got me interested. Um, I really enjoyed. I've played a couple of the Linkle missions, and I didn't know anything about Linkle. It's basically, I guess, a, a female version of Link. I guess so. Yeah, I didn't and, know uh, anything about her either. It, it's kind of uh, her her chapters are more humorous almost, and I've kind of enjoyed playing that. And I really enjoy playing as Linkle as well. She's right. a lot of fun yeah, to play I like, with. I like her little uh, bow and arrows and yeah, the crossbows. Cross, crossbows. Yes, yeah. yes. And so taking down the Skull Kid was a lot of fun. So Yeah, so I'm going to keep playing the story mode. I'm definitely, if uh, for, I will for sure try to complete the story mode and, and um, I'm having a lot of fun with it. I don't see myself stopping anytime soon. Like I said, it's starting to get a little difficult for me. So I would love to uh, have you over sometime and maybe play through some of the co-op. Oh, but, uh, that, that'd be, that'd be a lot of fun. I would really enjoy that. Another thing about the, uh, the uh, cut scenes, what do you think about those? They, they seem to be really well done. In my opinion, I, I really enjoy watching them. I, there's no uh, voice acting on it, so it's all just you know script based at the yes, bottom. Yes, yeah. I, I'm really enjoying just watching these little clips here. Yeah, so. me too. Um, it's really neat seeing like classic Zelda games kind of redone in HD graphics on the Switch. Yeah, and I'm really enjoying it. I just um, beat a. Um, it, it kind of once you get past the initial screen of missions, it goes to a, a, a branching pathway of missions of three different ones. And there's missions based on Ocarina of Time and on Twilight Princess and on Skyward Sword. And um, man, the Twilight Princess um, missions are really neat and they end in a really cool way. And um, I've really been enjoying it. I didn't even play very much of Twilight Princess, but it's neat to to see it here in this game. So yeah, I'm really enjoying the cutscenes. I enjoy the the narrator talking about the story and the loading screens. Like I said, I haven't been skipping those at all. Right. And uh, just having a lot of fun with it. I do have maybe a couple of gripes uh, as far as the adventure mode goes. Um, to me, especially I've played some of the missions in handheld mode. The map is just really small. And I wish there was a way to make it larger on the screen. Sometimes when it's all the way zoomed out and if, especially if you're playing in handheld mode or far away from your TV, it's kind of hard to make out where you need to go and what direction your character's facing. So I, I would love if they would add the ability to maybe make it twice as big or something in the future. Right. Yeah, uh, I've noticed that as well. It is pretty small. Yeah. And also, um, you got to be careful. Um, it has, I believe, a generous... Um, if you fail a mission, which I have on one of the later missions, I failed one. And 
it has a generous save system. And so it says, do you want to reload from your last save point? I'm like, oh, that's great. Cause I was at the end of a mission. I was on the boss. And unfortunately it had saved right when a, a um, ally of mine was on the other side of the map on extremely low health. So I could never get to him in time to save him. And so I eventually just had to restart and do the whole mission again. And I wish there was, I wish there was a little better about saving like that because I literally could not get to him in time to save him before he would, he would lose all his health and I would get a game over screen. So, oh no, that's uh, awful. But hopefully that, that hopefully that's a rare occasion that that'll happen. Like I said, it just happened to me the one time and it does say you, it, it, you will keep all the experience and items you gain even if you restart a mission. So that's good. Even if even if you're having trouble on a mission and you maybe you fail a few times, you will be leveling up your character all the way through. So Oh, that's good. So you're not going to lose everything. That's great. Right, right. So the other main mode to um, Hyrule Warriors is the adventure mode. And I would maybe call this also the mission mode. And so what the adventure mode is, it's nine different maps based on, I think it's seven different Legend of Zelda games. So for instance, I think the first map is based on the original Legend of Zelda for the NES. And the map is really cool. It looks like the map of the NES game. It's all eight bit. And, you know, and basically each, um, the map is divided into little squares and each square is a mission. And, so a mission can be lots of different things. It may be, hey, defeat 500 enemies in this time limit or defeat this boss. Or it has all these different little missions inside of one of the maps from the adventure mode. And um, every time you complete a mission, you get graded and graded, I think, A, B or C. And if you get an A rating, you unlock the three missions that are surrounding it. And can go on to those. Okay. And I think if you get a B rank, you unlock maybe the one to the left of you or the one on the right on you. So um, the goal is to, to beat each mission and get a high rating to unlock the little squares on the map next to you, surrounding you, and going over there and defeating those and eventually getting the whole map completed. Getting the whole map completed. Okay. And, um, man, each map, I mean, even the first map alone looks like it would probably have, I don't know, 50 or 60 missions. And so you can just imagine the kind of content that nine maps of this will have. I mean, I think it would take probably hundreds of hours to do, to to a hundred percent this mode. It's going to take a lot a lot of hours to complete this plus the 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 legend mode, the story mode. It's going to exactly. take a lot of hours to combine all that, especially if you're going to try to unlock all the characters. And from from what I've I, little bit I've played, adventure mode looks like how you unlock some of the the 3ds uh, characters. Yes, I've, I've unlocked Toon Link by defeating him in the game so that, so that may be how you unlock a lot of the characters on this version yeah so i noticed there was an uh an adventure map um based on the legend of zelda wind waker is that the one you played to unlock toon link uh well or, this, i'm sorry th- that was actually young link i guess oh I young link Lo- okay young link. gotcha yeah, that was yeah. yeah on uh the ocarina of time map i believe right and i that so yeah that makes sense that's the game he's from so i would bet to unlock toon link you'd probably play the wind waker right you're probably right. Map. Mm-hmm. so i'm really looking forward to trying that uh i, I I personally love the Wind Waker. That's one of my favorite Zelda games. So I'm looking forward to trying out that mode and maybe unlocking Toon Link and stuff like that and just kind of seeing how they um, 
show that world in Hyrule Warriors. I'm curious to see that. Yeah, me, me too. That'd be a lot of fun. Um, I also noticed there was a map based on Link's Awakening on the Game Boy, which is another one of my favorite uh, Game Boy games. It said it was uh, a pretty high difficulty, so I'm waiting till I get a little more leveled up to try it. But I'm really looking forward to that. So I, I really like what they did here with these maps, having them based on different games in the series. Uh, so even if you didn't play some of these um, Zelda games on the consoles that came out on, you can kind of get an idea for the characters and the and the locations from those games. Right. Yeah. So um, again, we mentioned that you can unlock certain characters through the adventure mode, and from what I can tell, there are 29 total characters that you can play as in this game, which is a pretty insane roster, if you ask me. That's a lot. You can uh, each mission. It looks like you can take up to three, maybe four characters in just each each mission. So you have you have quite a lot to choose from there. Yeah, it's almost like a Smash Brother or Mario Kart level of of, of a roster. It is. So yeah. there's if you played any Zelda game at all, there's probably a Link or a character from one of those games for you in this game. Um, so, uh, before we get off of adventure mode, I would like to say. It, and I don't know if they'll do this or not, because like I said, there's already so much DLC already for this game. But if Nintendo was to make some additional DLC for Hyrule Warriors on the Switch, I would love for them to do a, maybe a Breath of the Wild map. That that would be great. Have a lot of Guardians in it to defeat and everything. They, I, they could do great stuff with I that. I think that'd be cool. I maybe have you know have Breath of the Wild Link and Zelda as well as the four champions the four that you could play yes, as. It would be so cool. That would be really, really neat. So that remains to be seen whether they'll do that or not. But that's just kind of an idea I had. Again, I don't think they have to. There's already more content in this game than I think I'll ever get through. Um, but just just a thought for maybe maybe they might do that in the future. So as far as how the game is played, um, you know, like we said, there's 29 characters, and there you can do quite a bit with each character. I did not realize going into this how kind of deep this game is, but each character, the more you play as them, they'll level up and get more powerful. And also, each character has a skill tree, an individual skill tree, where you can, um, as you collect materials in the missions or the story mode, you can um, upgrade their skill tree and give them new combos, new defenses, new, like, um, new abilities and so each character has one of those so and on top of that each character has at least one weapon and sometimes multiple different types of weapons um, that can be upgraded as well so there's a lot of uh kind of tinkering around with your characters in this game that i did not realize i thought oh this is one of them games where you just hack and slash your way with with the sword that you start with and no you, you're constantly upgrading your characters so i really have been enjoying that yeah no you to, as you progress through the game you really need to upgrade your weapons make sure you add more slots and get more skills because it, it's really going to pay off because the the enemies do get harder as you go on as you probably already noticed from level one to where you are now. definitely I, I got on a mission last night where um the character that you had to use for the mission I had not played as, and they were very under-leveled, and I had a tough time with it. Um, one thing I did see that the game will let you do, and I think it's much appreciated, um, is that you can use your rupees that you collect, which is the currency of the game. You can use those to level up the characters. It's It starts out cheap. If they're level one, you can get them up to level six or seven pretty cheap, and then it starts getting real expensive. But that is another way that you can help level things up if you don't have time to play as each character. Right, that, that definitely helps out. So. 
So yeah, I really, really like how the um, the characters are handled in this game. I find myself pretty much after every mission going through each character and seeing what I can upgrade because I'm always, you know, I'm always looking for for what's what's next with my characters. I do the same. I I want to one day max them all out to max power. I, I don't know if I'll ever get there, but we'll see. I agree. I, that's kind of the ultimate goal for me. I don't know if I'll be able to stick with it that long or not, but. Um, one thing, it, it is kind of tedious to upgrade each character's skill tree. They're all, they seem to me like they're almost all the same. Uh, and a lot of times you'll beat a mission and you'll see that a certain spot on the skill tree is open for pretty much every character. I wish there was a way to where you could just say upgrade all characters. You know, if I have the materials, that's what I want to do. Right. But, you know, as I do it more and more, I'm getting faster and faster. So it's not too bad. Um also, I had a lot of trouble with the map. I've already talked about the size of it, but I had trouble even just following the map when I first started. It, it takes some getting used to, but some of these missions, if you're not paying attention to the map, you will lose. And it, the map is extremely important, showing you where you need to go, maybe what's the next area you need to take take over, or who's in trouble in your party. Um, so it took a while to get used to it, but it's definitely probably the most important thing while you're playing a uh, story mode or a mission is keep an eye on the map. Yeah, that's I, I'm constantly losing myself on the map if I'm fighting a lot of enemies and then I suddenly have to go to the other side of the map because someone's yeah. in trouble. I have to I have to just start turning in circles till I can find my arrow and then head the other way. It's hard to keep track of your your teammates and everything where they are if they need help. And they'll, they'll be attacking another base off somewhere, you know, and you, you don't even know where they are. It takes a while to find them on that small map. It does. It does. I, it took me forever to figure out, I forget even which button it is. I think it's um, ZR. But one of the buttons, one of the shoulder buttons will let you zoom in on the map. Mm-hmm. And that can be handy if, and a lot of times it'll it'll give you an arrow showing which way you need to go. It took me a while to figure that out. And that's helpful too. But yeah, the map, keeping an eye on the map is extremely important in this game. Um Another thing I've realized as I've gotten further and further in the story mode that's important is these maps will have these owl statues. I don't know if you've seen those. Yeah. And uh, maybe there'll be five or six on a certain map. And if you go up to them, you can activate them, and then you can use one of your items to warp to those spots. And I've realized quickly that anytime you see one of those, you need to activate it because this game requires you to jump around the map a lot. And sometimes you just don't have time to run all the way across the map before someone's injured beyond, you know, repair. Exactly. On the uh, the levels that start getting a little harder toward the end, I think these will definitely be a, be a good thing to have with you. For sure. So, the, again, I really thought this was going to be a pretty mindless, just kind of beat-em-up style game. And it is in some ways, but there's a lot more strategy and more to the game than I really had even thought when I was going into it. So. Right. So, yeah, they I guess this is off of a, a, a Dynasty Warriors take on Zelda. I, I've never played any Dynasty Warriors myself. I, I hadn't either. So, okay. um, but, yeah, I think it's the same developer that, that did that, and they also did the Fire Fire Emblem Warriors game on the Switch and the 3DS. So I, I've, again, I'm really, really enjoying this game. It surprised me. Uh, I'm surprised at how deep it is. I'm surprised at how much content there is. You know, I honestly thought if I spent 10 or 15 hours with this game, I could, you know, pretty much beat it. But that's not, that's just scratching the surface with this game. You you may beat the, the story. May, right, maybe. maybe. <laughs> so we'll, we'll see. <laughs> Uh, so, um, do you have any favorite characters so far? I know we probably neither one have them all unlocked yet, but 
I always find myself going towards Link and Sheik. Elite Link, of course, has Breath of the Wild Certainly. Uh, tunic. And then uh, I haven't got to play much of Zelda, but when I do, she'll be in her Breath of the Wild costume as well. So. Yeah, I my favorite so far is Sheik. I just love Sheik the way awesome. her her com her combos are and stuff. Just some of the most satisfying combos so far that I've seen in the game. I, if if I have the chance to play as her, I do every time. So yes. she's definitely my highest level character right now. Um, and then I've also I really like Linkle. Uh, she's just so satisfying to play as. Linkle was kind of, kind of you know the standout character. I, I didn't even know about her. Played as her, wasn't expecting anything good really. I'm really enjoying it. So she she's great. Yeah, if if I'm not mistaken, I believe she was created for this game. I don't think she's been in any Legend of the Zelda game before. And I know when I first heard about her, I thought that's just silly. Who wants a female Link? You know. Uh, yeah. And but as I've played as her, I'm like, man, this is one of the most fun characters to play as. So I've kind of had my mind changed about her. Um, I'm sure there'll be some other. I'm really looking forward to playing as like Toon Link. Um, and and some some of the other characters I haven't unlocked yet. Play as Tingle, uh, maybe. Play so. as T- I would love to play as Tingle for sure. <laughs> uh, that would be very interesting, yeah. I'm sure. So um, uh, again, uh, I'm really really looking forward to continuing to play this game. I'd love to play some co-op with you sometime. Oh yeah. Um, do you have any other thoughts about Hyrule Warriors? I don't think Linkle will will ever find her way to the castle. You know, I don't think so either. She seems to be terrible at taking directions. Kind of scatterbrained, maybe. So that's about all I have. All right. Listen. Before we end today, I have just a few things to quickly go over. Um, I want to remind everybody to please visit our show page on anchor.fm slash Karibo Shoe Podcast. Also, you can um, subscribe to the Karibo Shoe Podcast on Apple Podcasts or on iTunes. Um, you can listen through the Apple Podcast app on iTunes, Pocket Cast, Overcast, and through the Anchor app, which is available on both iOS and Android. And if you like the show, please rate it on iTunes or on Apple Podcasts. Uh, it really helps us out. You can also follow us on Twitter at Karibo Shoe Pod and on Instagram at at Karibo Shoe Podcast. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.